Welcome to episode 74 of Something Worth Thinking About. In today's podcast, we simply want to let our hearts be encouraged by all of the different ways that the Apostle Paul explains what it means that we have fellowship with God. In Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul explores a lot of amazing, incredible truths about who we are in Christ. We find here an abundance of rich truths about what it means that we have fellowship with God, that we belong to the ancient, sacred, eternal fellowship of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that the Lord himself is our God and that we are his people. And Paul begins this chapter by affirming something wonderful and joyful. Even though we have all sinned against our God in one way or another, there is now no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus our Lord. And Paul then goes on to tell us that The Spirit of Christ now lives in us, that one day our bodies will be raised back to life just as Christ's body was raised back to life from the dead long ago on the edge of Jerusalem. And that even now we are led by the Spirit because we are the children of God. And by the Spirit, we, like Jesus, now cry out to our God, Abba, Father. The Spirit helps us when we pray, interceding for us when we do not know what we ought to pray for. God works in all things for our good. God has even predestined us to be like His Son. It's all here in Romans chapter 8. And when we hear this language, we are, pre-test, we are predestined, called, justified, and glorified in Christ. Before we balk at this language of being predestined, take a look at Romans chapter 8, verse 30. It's right there. There is a certainty an absolute certainty of what is yet to come because our God is faithful and powerful and our God is patient and perseveres. Everything that God has purposed to do in and through Christ will be accomplished. And this is why Paul says this with such conviction. If God is for us, who can be against us? Since God has justify has justified us who is it that can condemn us our fellowship with god is so real so deep so intimate and personal that christ jesus our lord the savior who bled and died for us all christ himself now is at the right hand of god interceding for us, for you and me, every single time that anyone, namely Satan, accuses us 
before the Lord. In other words, we are tight with God. We are in. We belong fully, completely, and absolutely to this ancient, sacred, eternal fellowship of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Nothing and no one can separate us from this reality. Nothing and no one can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So ponder over this. Read or listen to all of Romans chapter 8 and let it all sink in. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in this incredibly good news that no one and absolutely nothing, no situation can take you away from this reality. Rejoice in your fellowship with a God who loves you so deeply and so completely that he gave his one and only son for you. And pray, give thanks to God. By the Spirit of God, call God your Abba, Father, just as Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. And even if you don't know exactly how or what you ought to pray for, make some time today. Take the time to be alone with God, quiet before the Lord. Ask your Abba Father to be with you in that moment, to hear you, to be present with you, even if you say little to nothing and, re and rely entirely on the Spirit to intercede for you, as the Word of God tells us in Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Trust that God is present and that the Spirit is is interceding for you even in your silence. And ask your Abba Father to speak to you. And what I mean is ask God to put in your heart and mind the things that he wants you to know and to pursue with your life to such an extent that you leave that moment convinced and convicted that the Lord has put this in your heart in the very same way that Nehemiah was convinced that the Lord had put on his heart and into his mind to quit his day job and go to Jerusalem to rebuild the walls of the city of God. Now, this may not happen all at once. It may be something that happens over several days, weeks, months, and even years. But ask God to put these things in your hearts and in your mind and Ask God to open your eyes to opportunities like this, like what Nehemiah was called to that God put on his heart. Big or small, ask God to open your eyes to opportunities to do something good that will make a difference in the lives of others and to stir your heart to do it, to stop waiting around for someone else to come alongside of you and to ask you to do it. Ask the Lord to give you the courage, strength, patience, and perseverance to do whatever it is. And if you're like Elijah, and you are currently in the midst of a season of discouragement, feeling like you are all alone in something, pray like Elijah did. Tell the Lord exactly how you feel and ask the Lord to do for you what he did for Elijah. The Lord reminded Elijah that he was not alone. There were many faithful servants of the Lord in the land, and 
Then the Lord directed Elijah to Elisha, who became Elijah's partner in his prophetic ministry among God's people. Elijah needed someone to help him, and God provided that help when Elijah prayed to God and was very honest and open about how he felt. And I urge you to pray to the Lord for power and strength to put to death the sinful thoughts and patterns of behavior in your life. The Spirit of Christ lives in you, Paul says in Romans chapter 8, and by this power of the Holy Spirit living within your very body, believe. Believe that you can be holy in all that you say and do. Do not doubt the power of the presence of God. Our God is able to do immeasurably more than anything we think or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. This is the word of God that Paul wrote long ago in Ephesians chapter 3. And we need to pray that the Lord will strengthen you and help you to live by the Spirit, to be led by the Spirit, and to do with your life the good and noble things that God is calling you to do and is enabling and empowering you to do by the power of His Holy Spirit that now lives within you. And like the apostles of long ago, ask the Lord to increase your faith. Like the father whose son was possessed by a demon, ask the Lord to help you stop doubting. Be honest and transparent with the Lord your God. Say to him, I do believe. Please help me overcome my unbelief. We belong to the fellowship of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And as Jesus said to this believing man struggling with his unbelief in the face of the obviously painful, harsh reality of his personal life, in Mark chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said to him, everything is possible for the one who believes. Can you imagine this man's pain, his daily pain every day, his worry and fear for tomorrow, a struggle that seems to have no end. The dreams for his son have been completely shattered and destroyed by the demon who now controlled his son and ruined his life. This is the person to whom Jesus is speaking when he spoke these words. So in whatever situation you find yourself today, hear the words of Christ one more time. Everything is possible for the one who believes. So, hear now the word of God in Romans 8, 28, one more time. Stop doubting and believe that it is true. We know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose.